Welcome to the Tarot Startup Podcast. I'm David Harvey, the founder of Tarot Avenue. Along with my guests, we'll be offering strategies, tips and tools to help you launch, market and grow your tarot business. So without further ado, let's get started. Well, hello and welcome back to the Tarot Startup podcast. Um, So yes, this episode we are going to be looking at nine different ways that you can make money as a tarot reader. Um, So it's all the different places that you could actually sell your tarot readings. So far we've looked at the why, you know, why you should become a tarot reader or why you would want to become a tarot reader. And we've also looked a little bit at the how, so just the first steps that you can take in terms of setting up your website and establishing yourself so that you've got a platform to start spreading the word and drawing people in. So today we're going to talk talk about different ways that you, different places that you can sell tarot readings and different ways that you can make money as a tarot reader. So number one for me is on your own website. So I've already discussed this in episode two, um, but it really is the one that I think you will find um, maybe not most success, but you'll find a lot of success when you when you start drawing people to your own website. So we're talking about um, earlier. We were talking about creating all content, all different ways of really drawing people back into your website with an, a view to getting them to buy a tarot reading. So it's all about conversions and converting those customers, uh, those visitors to your website into paying customers. And by the same time, it's about attracting the right people. You know, you only want people there that genuinely um, want a tarot reading and they're genuinely your ideal customers, your dream customers as well. But that's why it's good to get a clear vision about who that ideal customer is so we can then start to draw them in. Um, but it can be challenging when you're first starting out getting eyeballs on your website. You know, it's much easier said than done. Um, a lot of people think it's a case of, oh, build it and they will come, just set up a website, off you go. It's not like that at all. It can really take quite quite a bit of time to to build up that audience and get people visiting you. So it's good to explore some other options, especially when you're first starting out as well. So the second one I wanted to talk about was Etsy, E-T-S-Y. And I'll put a list to all of these in the show notes. So just go to taroavenue.com slash episode three and you will get all the details in there um, about the different places. And I'll put links to all these websites as well. Um, so Etsy, it's um, a marketplace. It's more about kind of people going there, um, usually about kind of arts and crafts. It's really for makers, people that are making things. Um, I sell my Tarot Avenue candles on Etsy as well as on my own website. But I do sell some tarot readings on there as well. It's not as popular for tarot readings, but I know some tarot readers that it's their like sole place that they that they find customers because you have to remember with these um, platforms they are a, a marketplace so they're a bit of a search engine as well so 
people will be on there and looking for you and, and can find you through that without you having to draw them to your own website. Um, so there's a couple of things that you can do to get found on Etsy because, again, you'll you'll find that there's a lot of people on there um, and a lot of competition. So there's a couple of things that you can do to stand out from the competition. You can pay to promote your listing. Um, I don't know how much it is, and I think it would depend on what the listing is. And um, But there there is an option to kind of promote that listing so it comes up the top so you get found more often. Um and then there's there's a second kind of little tip as well. There's an option on Etsy. I don't know if any of you are on there, but you can uh, provide shop updates. And so you can go in and kind of give a little update, a little show of behind the scenes, what's happening. You can put photos and videos and things like that up there. Um, it's actually quite a good way. I have found, and I don't know if this is the case, but I have found just by doing a little bit of that, it does actually boost my listing. As I say, that might just be coincidence, so I'm not saying take that for gospel, um, but I think it's a good way of engaging people. So you might want to go in there and do a card of the day. You might want to do a weekly tarot reading for, for the readers on there, or even just a behind the scenes, show them your setup, show them your altar, show them what decks you're working with. Um, there's different ways, just an, another way of engaging with the customers on there. Um, but you have to, you know, with these platforms and, and a few other platforms, there are selling fees. Um, so Etsy will be taking a cut of what you're making on there. However, one thing that I learned quite early on, because uh, it can be, oh, it can feel like a bit of a, you know, you've, you've worked so hard to do these readings and get the customers, it can feel um, a bit bad when you have to hand over the selling fees. But at the same time, you have to remember that you know, if you are having to pay selling fees, seller's fees, it means that you're selling, that you've been successful. So it's actually a good thing, believe it or not. Well, that's that's the way I'm going to look at it to, to make, my, make myself feel better about it anyway. Um, another way you might want to, uh, another place you might want to do your tarot readings and make some money is at local markets. And I did this um, quite early on in my tarot career. I went to the, the local market Oh my goodness, I loved it. It was so much fun. I did it for quite a while, actually. Um, it can be hard work, um, depending, you know, depending on the market and depending what the, um, how many people are there and how many customers you get. Um, but it, it can be really good fun. So you might be reading back to back. Um, you probably can't charge premium prices um, because. Well, it depends, but you just probably wouldn't be as busy because you tend to get more people that are kind of browsing and, you know, think, oh, I, I might go in and um, have a tarot reading, try it out. Uh, but really great way of just meeting with a whole range of different customers. Some people that have no idea about tarot or through to people that really, really want the readings and really need the readings. Um, so I, I had a great time doing that. So just a few things, though, that you need to think about before you do that. Um, you need to check with the market in terms of do you need insurance. You might need public liability insurance. Uh, I needed that for the market I went to, but 
but there is a company, um, certainly in Australia, that does that quite cheap. Um, so something for you to think about. Um, again, thinking more of the practical stuff, like what are you going to sit on? What are your customers going to sit on? Are you going to have a desk? Is it going to be windy? Um, do you have a tent that you're going to sit in? Um, something to hold the cards down if it is windy. Um, do you need a sign to advertise your prices? What about if there's a waiting list? How are you going to manage that? Is there going to be two people there or are you going to... Um, you know, have a little kind of waiting list where people can jot down. Um, how much are you going to charge? How are you going to advertise that? Are you going to be clear? Um, will you take cash or will you have the ability to take cards as well? Um, and one top tip that I would give when it comes to when it comes to this, I would say have a countdown timer just so that you can keep an eye on the time because I think you'll find it's best to um, charge, you know, in terms of time, so maybe a 10 or 15 minute reading, um, but time can really run away with you and you will also find that... Um, you know, people tend to go over and they want to keep going. Um, so I would advise you to take a little countdown timer and maybe one that bleeps or put it on your phone just so it alerts that person that is coming to the end as well. Because the last thing you want to do is be running behind and then behind and behind and all of a sudden you're losing customers because they're sick of waiting around for you when, when they said they were going to come back. So I would say, yeah, there's a lot to think about for markets, but it's really good fun. Um, there's a really good book. Um, I'll put a link to it as well in the show notes, taroavenue.com slash episode three. And it is, ooh, I hope I get this right, but I think it's Have Taro Will Travel. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Um, but that I read that before going to the markets. It was really good. It really opened my eyes to to different things to to think about. Um, and I would I would definitely recommend that. Right, so on to the next one, and we have Psychic Fairs. So I've actually never read a Psychic Fair. I did look into it, but I decided it just wasn't going to be right for me. Um, the reason being for me, it was super intense. Um, I think it was like an eight to ten hour day, and I think they were saying that you would have back-to-back -back readings um, with very few breaks. Now, some people are totally fine with that. For me, it wasn't um, something that I wanted to do. Um, and also, I just found the money wasn't um, as rewarding um, for that much work as, as I thought it potentially could be. Um, but as I say, I think another great way of getting... Um, getting good experience um, and when I, I was told that you could be doing 13 to 15 half hour readings a day so that's um, and if they're back to back it's definitely not for the faint hearted but I think it's, it's something that would be uh, good to try uh, I certainly wouldn't rule it out it just wasn't right for me at the time because um, I was kind of focusing my energies in other places um, but it might be something that you thrive on and just something else to think about you know you're generally in a room full of psychics and tarot readers um, so just make sure that you're clearing your energy and that you feel all right being surrounded by that much kind of psychic energy uh, because that could well be quite intense that's what I, I would think now, another place that you can sell your readings is on Facebook. Um, now, I think that you can uh, set up a shop in Facebook. I'm not entirely sure, but I think that you can sell directly on Facebook. Um, but you can certainly 
drive um, traffic to a Facebook group or a Facebook page that you might have. And it's a good way of just kind of building a building a tribe, building communication, a really good way of kind of showing the audience who you are and building that know, like and trust. Uh, there is such a thing as Facebook Live. I'm sure you've seen that before, but where you can really kind of interact with the audience um, and maybe do readings for them or maybe, um, and this would be just kind of showing what you can do. Uh, maybe you want to offer competitions and things like that, but uh, Facebook Live is a really good way to connect with your audience. Um, but you, you know, it, it's all, I think you can sell readings directly on your Facebook but don't quote me on that. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but I think Facebook is um, definitely a, a good way to to build an audience and build a community or a tribe. Um, one thing you need to be aware of, and, and this is with all these kind of external platforms, which I will talk about at the end, um, but Facebook, um, they do kind of constantly change their algorithms. I know when I was first starting out, Facebook pages were what it was all about. And, you know, I set up a Facebook page and attracted a big audience. And um, if you posted something on that page, it would get pushed out to everybody. All of a sudden, and it was pretty much overnight, Facebook changed their algorithm and just stopped those messages is being seen by um, people who liked your page. So now you have to kind of pay if you want to get those posts seen. But there's also now there's Facebook groups, which has kind of taken over and they tend to be driving a lot of the, they're trying to get a lot more engagement and build a community kind of aspect to Facebook. So it would be advisable to have a Facebook page, which you would need. But then I would also advise you to set up a Facebook group within that. And we will do a whole episode on Facebook and probably even a separate one on Facebook pages, one on Facebook lives, one on Facebook groups, because they're so deep and so much information to dive into and I don't want to just kind of do surface level with you. Um, so that's something to to think about. Facebook, great way to build an audience. Uh, probably not so great for directly selling tarot readings but it can uh, you can take people from that Facebook page onto your website where you can sell them a tarot reading. And then we get to psychic hotlines. So just, um, you know, real kind of to be upfront with you and to, to give a caveat here, I've never worked on a psychic hotline and I haven't really spoken to anybody who has experienced um, working on, on psychic hotlines. So I'm not the best authority to give you advice on that. Um, but I think it is, um, there is a really great blog post actually by Tarot Elements. Um, again, I will link to that in the in the show notes. Um, it's it's about kind of live tarot reading, so it'll give you some of the some of the info on reading on these um, psychic hotlines because it might be for you, um, but it's something I've just never explored. It's never felt like something I wanted to do, um, but it could be good for you. Um, so another place that you can do tarot readings is reading for charity. Now this is one that you're not necessarily going to make money at, but you can make money for the charity. So it's a really good um, you know, way of you gaining experience, but a really good way of you also giving back to one of your favorite charities. So 
you know, contact your local charities and offer your services for free. It might be they've got an event coming up that you can set up a, a stool in the corner and start to do readings there um, and offer, you know, maybe it's in exchange for donations towards the charity. Um, something that I've done in the past is kind of partnered with a charity and run a month where, um, i trying to remember how much, I think it was... Um, 20% of all my profits for the month went to the to the charity um, but that's a, a, something else that you can do but you know you might want to pick your favorite charity and partner with them and you know just a little tip during that if you are um, it's an opportunity as well for you to maybe collect email addresses or give out your business cards during that time or maybe have a little list ask them to jot down their email address so you can keep in touch with them and there you go you're already building your email list which is another thing that we're going to talk about another time so much to get through so little time well luckily we're not actually under any time pressure because um uh, I've got so many ideas I want to share with you but I don't just want to throw it all into one go because I know it's a lot of information to take in now another website that you might want to think about similar to Etsy is Fiverr it's F-I-V-E-R-R so two R's on the end um, I actually use Fiverr quite a lot for um, they have graphic designers on there or copywriters or voiceover artists all different things like that um, so you can, I quite uh, well I have used Fiverr for my business in the past um, when I've I think my logo was actually designed on Fiverr um, at, the, at the very beginning um, but you can also sell readings on there now again what you will find in here is there is heaps of competition and very low prices a lot of people are selling their readings for five dollars but what they are then doing is kind of upselling so it's like you get a you might get a one card for five dollars but they might do three cards for 15 and then a celtic cross for 30. so it's it's kind of like a way to kind of draw people in through the the five dollar reading um but this would be um, I just think it's something to be a bit careful of because you're really kind of oh, cheapening your service if you're you're given a $5 reading. I would honestly, if I had to pay $5 for a reading, I would think I'm just not going to be getting anything worthwhile. I would rather pay more and have a real quality reading with somebody that I knew that I could trust. But there are people out there who use Fiverr as um, as for their to sell their tarot readings and they do very well from it so it's something to um, have a look at the site see if it's for you there's no harm in setting yourself up and giving it a go and see if you like it so somewhere else and this is one that's kind of this is the last one so number nine and it's one that's often forgot but it's just your own network don't be afraid to kind of get out there and tell people that you have started up your own business and don't be afraid to, I'm putting in inverted commas, um, to sell your services to your friends, family and network. Um, be wary of just reading for everybody for free. Um, I certainly did at the beginning um, just to kind of get known and, and get out there and I still do free readings for my friends which I'm very happy to do um, but I think you, you know, don't be afraid to 
charge and start asking for money just let them know what the go is um and it, you'll be surprised at kind of how friends of friends all of a sudden hear about you and they can become your long-term repeat customers referrals are one of the best ways to to really grow your business um and again if you are providing those um free tarot readings make sure that you're getting testimonials so say to your friends happy to do it for you if you are happy to but in exchange for you want um you want a written testimonial that you can use on your website and your social media um wherever um so i think it's really good to be loud and proud you might be surprised at who actually wants to buy your tarot readings um for instance i when i first started out i just you know I, I kind of didn't know how people would react and and how they would take it but I found that I've got friends who are like lawyers and doctors that are uh, real kind of analytical minds who are right into it and absolutely love it so you might be surprised so don't be afraid to get yourself out there and um, tell people what you're doing and be a, a loud and proud tarot reader and um, go out there and just show them how powerful um, tarot can be. So that's your nine places that you can sell. I'll just give my kind of final thoughts on it. So the big problem with a lot of these networks like your Facebook, your Etsy, your Fiverr is it's not your platform. And I did explain a bit about this in episode one, I think, when setting up your, your website. It's really important to have your own platform um, because there is a danger. For instance, a lot of people used to sell tarot readings on eBay and had built their tarot business on eBay. But all of a sudden, overnight, eBay withdrew and um, said that they weren't allowing tarot readings any longer. So that was people's business that they had grown for years, just gone up in smoke. And then they had no email addresses, no way to keep in touch with these customers. Um, so that can be the danger with somewhere like a Fiverr or, or an Etsy because they can just switch that off overnight and decide that they're going in a different direction and decide that uh, tarot is not right for their customers um, but I think um, and with Facebook as I explained earlier they changed the algorithm so I wouldn't go relying on Facebook to to build your business because they can change things quite quickly um, and it can really kind of leave you in the in the dark a little bit there um, so I think the the main thing for me is try and get the eyeballs back to your website as much as possible um, drive people there almost think of all these different sites as you know the the kind of octopus with all the legs kind of drawing people in but towards the um, towards the center you know you really want to um, you really want to drive as much traffic to that website as possible because that is where you're going to be able to collect email addresses that's where you're going to be able to build a business that you own so I hope that is useful for you. Uh, hopefully it's given you some ideas about different ways that you can, um, you know, really get out there and um, sell your tarot readings. And I wish you all the best with it. And we will speak very soon. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tarot Startup Podcast. For more information, visit www.tarotavenue.com slash podcast.